Welcome to Coach SG and Friends, where we discuss topics that help you have a better relationship with yourself and others. I am Coach SG, otherwise known as your joyful friend. I'm a relationship coach and life mentor, an entrepreneur and speaker. I'm based out of Los Angeles, but originally from Brooklyn, New York. I love great music, deep conversations, and inspiring people to live their best emotional lives and create their most amazing love story. Let me introduce you to my two friends, Janessa Rose and Lisa Miranda. Janessa is the CEO of Motivational Monsters, a nonprofit that helps people activate mental health and emotional well-being through creative arts. She is the author of How to Stop Being an Effing Bum. Bum stands for broken urban mentality. She's been dubbed the Tony Robbins slash Cardi B of motivational speakers, and she calls herself the galactic goddess. Lisa Miranda is an actor and creative director. She's also dabbling in producing. She is based in Miami, New York, and Paris. She is a world traveler who speaks several languages, who loves life, good people, and good conversation. So we want to welcome you to our podcast. Let's get started. We always fall in love with each other. Uh, it's like what I was saying earlier, like he likes me because I like me. It's like once you get into the pattern of routine, you guys are really falling into each other's patterns or what you think each other want. And then it becomes this monotonous type of a, you know, feel. But if you're like, you know what? It's been a year. I'm going to cut my hair and dye it red. And then I'm going to buy these tall six inch heels. And these are just examples. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to walk in like a whole new chick. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it makes me feel a way. This is what I'm having fun with. Felisa, like, I, I want to travel. I, I love to see myself in different environments and so on and so forth. Well, whatever it is, when we reset ourselves and what our, our level of higher self is is needing I think it's really empowering to encourage and listen to each other's hopes and dreams because it's easy to live with someone or have a relationship but not really know what they really want like what do they want out of life and i think if you listen and if you encourage you, you get to see someone really kind of um open up and blossom so i think for me that's been very very important um and even like I, I've been encouraging my boyfriend and last year he he started like a new business that he was really excited about. And when he first gave me the idea, it was like really small and he was worried. And I just kept, no, this is great. Like just being there with him. And I've watched him just that one little project. I've watched him transform. And I still like I tell him all the time, I'm proud of you. I'm proud. Of you. I think I tell him that as much as I say, I love you, maybe more. And I think um, doing things like that. Then also when it comes to fighting, when you ask, then when you ask someone, hey, to be gentle with you, hey, you need to not, you know, it's easier because you guys speak with in, in loving language often. And it's not something that's once in a while or shocking, you know, or like, oh, culturally, we don't say I love you or this and that. It's taking more ownership in that way of your love, making it love. I love it. So, uh, so what do we get to right now? So, um, we, so we don't reset our relationships. So I, I want to ask you guys, have you, have you ever done a reset on your relationships? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy getting dressed up. I, that's my thing. Like if it's boring and we're chilling and it's just all like, you know, being 
like clothes in the house and just like boring. I, I turn up. I, I walk in the house like a belly dancer. I come out the closet. Looking like a whole, I'll get in a whole costume. I'll dress like Sailor Moon. It's going to pop. I love Sailor Moon. Ew, it's hot. But you know what I'm saying? Like, how would I would be? I like I like to dress up. I like to get in costume. So you know, uh, recent the uh, going out to dinner all the time, right? It, it's fun. You go out, you get dressed up. You know, whatever. It's nice to be treated and or treat someone, whatever. And um, then you know the COVID thing happened. Or sometimes you're just tired of going out to dinner. So what I would do is I'll transform the house into a restaurant and I'll cook my ass off and I'll make like a whole restaurant dinner, or whatever. So I've reset things on, on many occasions. But yeah, I, I'm quick to turn things up. And and like if you don't want to, like I like I'll be like, all right, fine, I'm doing it and I'll enjoy it fully. Like even my outfit, like I'll be all like into myself and, and to the point where they like, I am, I can't, I can't miss out on this. Looks like a fun experience. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's wonderful. And I think after your probationary period, you know, there should be like, we're going to sit down and I'm going to review. <laughs> yes, we but should. You better review each other. So it's not just about like reviewing them, but you better, you know, get some feedback as well. And I think those are the things that we don't do. We don't like whether it's that 90 day time or if it's, you know, after a year, we just go like, let's go back and reflect and say like what we could have done differently. And now let's reset and refocus because it's just like with our dreams and goals, we do the same thing every year. We refocus, right? It's like, I want to do this thing. I, you know, I, I want to travel these places. Um, and, but if you don't have a vision and you don't, you know, you don't have a destination, you're just going to be flying from the seat of your pants. So I got a question. I got a question, right? What happens? I don't even know how to say this. What happens when they're desiring something you're not in alignment with and you're not willing to do? And it's like, but damn, you, you're interested in that shit. What's going to happen? Like, how do you process that? Like Lisa, I think Lisa had an answer. Um, I think you don't want to do anything you're not comfortable with. You want to lead. Um, you want to figure out what you like and meet where you want to be. But I think um, I think you're you're you learn even if you go if even if you decide to do something you're like after ah, wow that really wasn't for me. You have you know as long as you don't feel unsafe or you don't feel um, bad about doing it you you learn something from it. But if you do feel like mm, no, um, then you can okay I got another idea we'll try this out blah 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 and you feel like feel in control. Even if you're on the passenger side, know where you're going. But yeah, yeah but without having to, <laughs> what my friend said, no, you shouldn't, blah, blah, because I think that kind of makes people fearful and, and close, it, close up about even more things. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I love that answer. That was so on point because that's pretty much what I did. Like, I, I know the request is not for me. Like, there's no, it's not for me. That kind of shit is not for me. But um, I didn't shame them. I didn't shame them. I was completely, like, shocked. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay? But, um, yeah, I was just like, yeah, no, that's not for me. And I explained to them why it wasn't for me. But um, there was a compromise in there somewhere that I, I was like, but maybe. Well, I was going to say it's about collaboration and compromise, right? So, you know, I, I think it's not about like, this is what I can't do, but it's about, what, but this is what I can, right? So it's like, 
you know, I want to take it up a notch. Well, that's when you lean in and go like, well, what kind of notch are we talking about? Like (laughs) (laughs) an up a notch to me might be different than your up a notch. So it's really important to find clarity at this point. And then you may find out it's not something that is as tricky as we think it is. Or um, if it is, then you can say like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not comfortable with that, but I'm comfortable with this because I think when, when you know that people have your best interests at heart, you feel like it's a safe space. You really are feel inspired to do things to please them that you probably wouldn't normally do like jump out of a plane or, you know, whatever it is, because that's not something naturally for you that you'd want to do, but you may be willing to do it here and there just because, you know, as we link up, right. You know, some person might be vegan and the other person might like meat. So now you got to cook together, you know, and, and you might have to, you know, you got to find some kind of way that you collab- collaborate and compromise. You can't be like, well, I'm vegan and there's no meat in this house because that's not realistic. Right. But right. you've got to, you know, know if you're aligned in some areas, that's that that's that pre-work. But somebody might in between the relationship become vegan. Like, what do you do, you know, at that point? So. Yeah, no, it's so true, man. And these these are the real topics. Like we calling it meat and fish, but y'all know what it is. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like episode one where we were like, you gotta show up like the yacht, you know? We calling it the yacht. Y'all know what it is. No, but but true, true, true. Cause it, it's right. that's your stuff, especially when you like someone and, and you're like, yo, everything is going good, and all of a sudden they pull out a rabbit out the hat. Like, I like money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Here's here's the other thing I, I think that's happening, especially as we do more work on ourselves, as we get older and we grow and we we align ourselves with other things like, you know, there are things that you didn't know you liked. You know, you may get exposed to some things you want to do. And this idea that we are always supposed to be the same and that we are not open to people changing, you know, and sometimes change is like you just can't be with it. And that's okay, But, you know, it doesn't have to be a failure. You can't be like, well, why do you want this thing? Because it's going to cause us to break up. Like, you know, some people have desires that there's it's just within them and there's nothing we can you know, you could do about it. So but we we we, it's like a I, I feel like relationships are like a dance. Right. So you got two people. They both know how to dance. Right. And but not everybody can dance together as a couple. Right. And and not everybody likes the same music. Not everybody's dancing to, you know, I might dance to the drums and they're dancing to the guitar strings. I don't know. <laughs> but it's really about like you independently, you've got to train yourself. See, I didn't use a car analogy this time. <laughs> What's that? I was waiting for it. <laughs> but independently, you've got to get your skills better so that you can dance better as a couple. But, you know, you've got to be able to communicate. You've got to be able to align yourself so that you're not like, okay, go back, go forward. You know, you you already know what that flow is. And and then the music changes up and you've got to be able to to to, you know, to dance with the new music. So. So what's the so what's the last thing? So the last thing was um, I I think we struggle because we don't appreciate each other. Um, you know, I, you, you guys know, I listen to Abraham Hicks all the time and, uh, she talks about, uh, looking at the positive aspects of people and the more that we wake up, you know, I, I try to do that every day. I, I look at the positive aspects of my partner every day and I appreciate them. 
I share them because, you know, I'm going to do things that piss her off. She's going to do things that piss me off. But if I'm in the positive aspects of things all the time, that's what's going to maximize. And that's what I'm going to see most of the time, not the things that I don't love. And I think we don't do that. I, you know, I say, please. And thank you. Like yesterday I got three meals cooked for me. Right. You know, and I, I was appreciative of every single one and they weren't only just cooked for me, but they were play, you know, they were laid out with the music and the flowers and all that stuff, you know, and the more I appreciate that stuff, the more she's going to be inspired to do more of that stuff for me. And I've got to be able to reciprocate, but you know, if I'm in the, you know, wow, she's always on her phone, you know, whatever it is, you know, then that gets more of my attention. So what what do you guys say about, uh, you know, spending more time appreciating each other? Um, so for me, one of the main things that I've learned, y'all know I'm, I'm a spiritual thingy. So I realized within myself, the divine in me, um, that was first. And when I started to realize that that divine, because of the universal law of oneness, because of that, that somebody else has divinity in them as well. And, and once I focus on that, it's appreciating that there's a divine aspect in both of us. So now I'm recognizing the creator and me and the creator and them. They might create differently, but to appreciate it because it's their form of a creative expression. However, whether that's them creating a mood, a meal, uh, a, a trip for us or whatever it is. So, so that's how I appreciate it. it, it that's what makes me remember um, that I get that in return, you know, it, it just works like that. So that's how I've learned to appreciate things in others. And the more I do that and I see them being their best selves, even when they don't see it and, and, and try to understand that that's what's happening in them. Like they're just creating through the divine aspect of what they know and where they are. Then it, it just like you said, it expands, it expands in them and they continue to show up more and more and more like that. Um, also, like Lisa said, you know, telling your partner, like how proud you are of them or like even the small things that they might not even they might not even notice it. it you focus on it. That's what expands. Whatever our consciousness is focused on by universal world, that's what's going to expand. And so that's really gratitude is, is a major tool in manifesting what you desire. Unless you desire problems subconsciously, <laughs> you know they're not going to focus on the problems too much. But there's people right. who are stuck in that pattern. And, it's anticlimactic if there's not a fight because I was feeling like that's that with life not with relationships I was like wow now that things are are like nice they're like you know what I'm saying like they're on one plane instead of up and down what what does this mean and I'm just like no actually this is amazing this is fantastic now the things that can go up and down or um are the the new ideas that I dream and bring them up you know what I'm saying not not life today is great and tomorrow I want to die. You know what I'm saying? Like you change. <laughs> yeah. But you change that dynamic and then it's easier to, um, to request and receive the same thing. So I think for me, um, and I'm not shy about, about anything to do with love. So me, I give out like compliments all the time. Um, I, write notes. I bring up things that make, make him laugh. Um, he thinks I'm ticklish. I'm not ticklish. Um, <laughs> in my life, he's gonna know now. <laughs> he doesn't speak English. My face. I was like, <laughs> well, so, that's, that's what I think. You know, I I agree with you, Lisa. I think you know, are we building a love story? 
or are we like, or are we just in a routine? And, and, and that's the thing. Like if we want to be more loving, we got to be practicing being more loving and, you know, and appreciation is part of that being able to say, you know, you're a great father and thank you. And thank you for dropping the kids off or thank you for making my meal or, you know, thank you so much for fixing the bed. Like we, those little, little things, if we appreciate them all the time, now when there's a fight, it doesn't feel like, well, you always, you know, got something, whatever to say. No, I'm practicing always saying really great things to you. And now, now we're in a fight and, and it's just this isolated incident. Yeah. And you don't, it doesn't have to cost you any money sending a nice photo, revisiting something you guys have done, writing a little note, uh, sending a little, uh, a little voice memo, anything, anything that promotes someone feeling safe and happy and valued comes right back to you. Then they learn how to do it, even, even if they didn't know before. Like, I feel like in my relationship, we didn't have, you know, he was more closed. He was more shy. He is like, like, he's great now, you know? And I think... And, you know, I think I could take all the response. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, what I've been really lucky about is that the work that I'm doing with me, I see it then reflected in him, too. And I think that's what it's about. Like relationships, you want to you want to make yourself um, the best version of you and encourage the other person to do the same. And that's how you know you're in the right relationship. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, when we done with this, I'm going to send another text because I was already thankful this morning. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, you know, I, you know, it depends on what your vision is, right? So what's your vision for your relationship? Is it to just be in a relationship or is it to have the most amazing love story? And so if, if, if the vision is to just be in a relationship, that's good. That's what you're going to get. But if you want to have the most amazing love story, then you get creative, right? And, and Janessa, I think you were saying earlier, like it's hard when you're in stress and anxiety to get in creativity. So if you're fighting all the time and you're stressed about money and you're, you know, it's going to be hard to be creative to put those heels on and the outfit and all that stuff. <laughs> it's just going to be tired. You're tired of working all day and people pissing you off. And, you know, I heard Esther Perel say, um, and I love it. She goes, you know, we, we give the world the best of us and we give our relationships what's left of us, you know, so we're out here chasing our dreams and doing whatever. And then, we give, we get back to home and we just give it, I'm tired and I just want to cook and watch TV. And it's like, no, we're creating this beautiful love story and it's not in this TV show, you know, it's in a connection. And, and, you know, so we've got to be focused on our connection. Yeah. I love that. Um, I was, you know, while you're saying the word relationship, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, that's what people get afraid of. Like when they hear that word, they're like, <gasps> relationship. it's like a partnership. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, what kind of partnership do you want? And and that's one thing that like most recently I've been creating in my love stories. It's like, this is a partnership. I, I desire a partnership. I buy any, everything's a relationship. Any, any two or more people engaging with one another is some sort of a relationship. So um, when, when you say like creating your, your best love story, I enjoy that because now I get to tap into my higher fa faculties and it's imagination time. And I'm like, nothing is more important than my happiness. And I love love. So, you know what I mean? I love to love. I love to be loved. Um, 
what's one of the most exciting adventures you can go on with a lover and uh, the partnership. And even when things are getting hard, it's like, how do we stay in a loving space when things are hard? Because you don't want to feel alone. You know what I mean? So. I love it. Cause now you guys gave me some, some, like I feel inspired now when it, I can't wait to create our next like uh, thing that we're going to do to surprise her because she, she loves stuff like that. So I'll tell you how it goes. <laughs> wait, okay. Oh man, that's so excited. I'm actually going to be um, doing something too. And um, I'm not in charge of it. So I don't know what it's going to be, but I have to go to Miami. And then when I get back, it's going to be another adventure. So I'm excited. Nice. So anything you guys want to add um, in why we struggle too much? I'll, I'll just read what we said. So we, you know, we struggle because we, you know, not clear about what we want. We focus on what we don't want. Um, we don't do that inner work so that we're bringing our most authentic self to the relationship. And we're ensuring that, you know, we are emotionally stable and, and uh, emotionally independent. Um, um, so, you know, we are repeating old patterns and we got to really just, let go of the idea that relationships have to look like this and really listen to what we need um, and being able to communicate that. Um, you know, we, one of the things we said, we don't problem solve. So we've got to figure out, you know, how we problem solve because, you know, just like any other, you know, relationships are different. I, I problem solve different with my mother than I do with, you know, my cousin or whatever. So we can't assume that everybody's going to problem solve, you know, the same way, but we do have to have, some rules and some strategy around, you know, love and respect. Um, you know, we got to be mindful if we're staying too long or we're leaving too quickly. You know, we want to make sure we're, we're not like just flying out because of fear and we're not staying to figure out what it is that, you know, is it really that it's not a good fit or is it really that we got to do some more inner work or we've got to learn how to communicate a little bit better or are we staying in a relationship so long that we just believe that I, I made this commitment. I'm just supposed to stay because it, that's what's supposed to be. Um, um, and then what was the other one? Um, getting stuck in a routine. So, you know, not making sure that we, we, we're changing stuff up a little bit. That's saying, you know, it gets boring. It gets monotonous. And, you know, that feeling of in the beginning when it's like, oh, it feels so beautiful. It's, so it's, it's going to die. It's going to die. You see every single day, every single day, get used to it. So, I can, you know, I can you guys hear me better or no? No, but we can hear you. Um, I think I said we don't appreciate each other, and I know the audio is not that great, so hopefully I can do it over or whatever. I don't know, but um, so spending more time just saying please and thank you and focusing on the things that we really love about each other so that we maximize that. And um, lastly, I think it was. Um, um, just resetting the relationship, just going back and going like, you know, my career is different. I'm different. You know, I've got other things going on. Like we need to go back and say, you know, what we need now and and, and um, that could be different than last year and kind of assess where we, we were really great and what we need to change. So I think that would kind of put people on a good path to struggling less. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for sharing your experience and your life. And I don't know, is there anything you want to tell anybody before we go? Stay cool. <laughs> <laughs> my book.
What's your book? What's your book? No, my book is called How to Stop Being a Fucking Bum, Broken Urban Mentality, and it's a disguise for spirituality. No. Right. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I didn't get through all of it, but I did get through a couple of chapters and I was like, this is deep. It really is deep. And it, it, when you look at the cover, you may feel like it's something different, but it really is a very spiritual book that it feels like. like <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. Did you like? Did you like so far? Do you I like so far. I was reading it out loud. We were driving from New York to uh, New. I'm in New York. We were driving from LA to Palm Springs, and I was reading it. Uh, not only reading it, but discussing it. And I, I just think that you have a you have a talent uh, for what you're doing. And I think it's, it, it, you know, not everybody was, you know, or introduced to the universal laws. I know I I wasn't, it wasn't until I got older. So it's a great way to get folks who look like us, um, to, to be open to, um, a different kind of spirituality that doesn't look like religion and church. You know, it, it, it winds up being the same, but it's just a different practice. So. Absolutely. You, Lisa, did you, did you get a check on it? Did you got it? Tell you, I'm waiting for the audiobook. I'm going to finish this today. <laughs> I just kept hearing her voice. I just, I was just like, oh my God, can you just, can you just read this to a group of students? <laughs> and I told her yesterday, I was like, when she, when she gets the audio, when she gets the audio book done, and by then I'll have a car. Anytime I'm in a car with someone who really should hear this, I'm just going to put it up and I'm just going to blast it and I'm just going to drive and let them. And let them understand how to stop being a, a fucking bum. And here's the thing, uh, Janessa is, in, and then I got to wrap up because I got to call at 10, but um, uh, the reason why I do believe you need the audio version is because you also have this personality and this light and, and, and you have a very specific way that you talk and, and that you can't get that from the book. You know, and so that I just think that the audio of it is really going to take it to another level. So I don't know what to do. Thank you both so much. It means the world to me for your feedback. Both of you, you guys are um, super inspirational um, to me. You're both powerful, beautiful, smart. Um, I aspire to to be much like both of you and in your own ways. And I just like I dig you guys and it means the world. Sherelle, you've been a huge like door for me. Like, you know, you have no idea just connecting oh, with you. Thank you. It has like bursted open a whole door for me in my life. And and even meeting Lisa, who I'm going to probably wind up linking up with in Miami this weekend. So I'm so excited. And thank you guys so much because it really means the world to me. It really means the world to me. Thank you, ladies, because I feel like the universe brought us all together so that we could do this and we could help more people and that we could, you know, put our voices out so that more people could be helped. So I appreciate you. Bye, ladies. Bye. I love you guys. I'll see you. Bye. I'll see you guys. My joyful friends. That's our show. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and leave a review. Share this episode with someone you think would get some value out of it. We look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Bye-bye now.